Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. On this episode of the podcast, we will be discussing everything the McAllen. We'll go through the history of the distillery, current news, and of course, our personal favorite aspect of the show, the tasting. With me, as always, is my intrepid and brilliant co-host, Andy Kleshik. Andy, how you doing today? Pretty good. You know, I'm just sitting here and enjoying this weather we've been having in Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. Are you, um, a, are you a fall guy? You like the fall, or are you not a fan? I like it better. I mean, not in the winter I like. Like, I... Hate to say it, summer's, I think, overblown, only yeah. because when we were all kids, we got it off during right. school. 100%. <laughs> now it's like, now you get to sit here and enjoy the weather and everything like that as an adult with yeah. the house and all that stuff. Right. I love the fall. I love the cooler weather. I love the winter. It's all, I just feel like it's always quieter out. And uh, I, I like seasons, though. You know, I like to yeah. a little bit of each. Exactly. I feel like every time a season comes to an end... Have it in I'm doses. Ready, I'm ready for the, the next season. So I'm super ready for fall, and we're in it. You know, we got pumpkins out, the the, the mums, you know, the wife, yeah. did the, the wife did the whole thing. And uh, I'm ready for Pump for Halloween and Scary Movies, and I'm loving the, I mean, I just love the cool breeze and having a whiskey. You know, there's a couple, couple I, you know, I think I like a good rye whiskey in the fall, yeah. something like that. We're kind of still now in the end, middle to end of a bourbon, like, allocated oh, bourbon yeah. hunting season, so... Oh, yeah. Just saw the release of what, um, as a side note, whiskey related, you know, just saw what, uh, last couple of weeks, what the whole, uh, Pappy Van Winkle, that line's going to look like and yeah. prices. I guess there's going to be more coming out this year. Oh, very good. Yeah. The fall's a great time to try to snag a rare, you know, really rare, nice whiskey. Um, and I, we've, we've got the fire pit set up, so we've been yeah. fires and everything. We'll have to have you over for one. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's been, I've been loving the fall. Uh, for sure. But uh, anyways, without further ado, why don't we go ahead and jump on in. Andy, why don't you tell the folks out there everything they need to know about the McAllen? Of course. So this is a brand literally founded only about two or four years uh, earlier than uh, last week, the uh, Talisker that we were talking about on the podcast. Uh, they were founded in 1828 by Alexander Reed in um, Kragalaki, Scotland, which if you know your regions, that's actually in Speyside, uh, region for scotches which is the kind of the northeastern region uh right next to highlands where talisker is um and they actually have their own like 425 ish acre um wow. last i saw based on their website at least a state up there in the uh in that region um and i think it's like by all accounts basically one of the highest selling single malts of all time uh, consistently up there, like in the top three, uh, I think, I think either by their own notion or recent metrics, um, they were probably second or third, uh, right alongside Glenn Levitt and Glenn Fittick up there in the top three, gotcha. um, based on the most recent data I could find there. Cool. You're good. Um, and it, again, much like most other, uh, distilleries, the um, name of their distillery also, or the name, yeah, much like most other distilleries, the name of the distillery uh, takes its name from historic, like, Scottish Gaelic um, language and everything. It's, um, the historically, the area that they are in up there in Kragalaki uh, was known as Magellan, uh, M-A-G-H-E-L-L-A-N, um, which roughly translated at least means uh 
the first part of it, mag, means fertile ground, um, basically. And then uh, Ellen from uh, the monk St. Philan, who was um, on the grounds that they now stand, I think, or at least used to stand um, as a distillery, was the monk for the church that stood there um, all the way back in like the 14, up until at least the 1400s. There was a church there, and he was the monk for it. Um, I don't know what time he served there, but that's where they get their name, um, historically speaking there. And, yeah. And most of their history, um, since 1828, they were um, operating as their, like their own distillery, own thing, everything like that, doing kind of just doing their thing, same way, however they wanted to do it. Um, but of course, like most other, uh, at least Scotch brands, they've been bought up uh, in the last 20 to 30 years. Uh, they were bought up by um, Edrington in 1999, which I don't know that Edrington owns any other Scotch brands or notable just liquor brands as a whole. Um so I don't know that there's like any other brands there that kind of are sisters than McAllen. Um, that would be of note. Uh, they also, uh, much like pretty much every Scotch brand um, that at least is maturing their own whiskey, um, they're using a, like a second refill cask um, to mature the whiskey in because theirs can sit in longer. You know, unlike bourbon that's typically sitting there probably four to ten years in a barrel in a new um char oak barrel that they legally have to use here in the u.s uh scotland you can sit there and use a second like you can use old bourbon barrels old wine barrels whatever hmm. so they uh the mccallan mostly i don't know like exact percentages or anything of that nature like per, like number of barrels percentages of barrels that they use um but they mostly as far as I could find based on their own website and like everything else use sherry casks uh, like second or third fill sherry casks for their maturation um, yep this one uh, we're, today we're going to be doing the Tasty the Macallan 12 uh, it's matured ex exclusively in the perfect balance of hand picked sherry seasoned American and European oak casks okay yeah it's interesting because I looked at the map and obviously it is the Macallan is in um, you know, if you're looking at the regions, it is Speyside, but it's listed as Highland on the the label. But I looked huh. at the map, and it's definitely Speyside. So I don't really, I don't really understand that. Yeah, interesting. I mean, by their own stuff, I think they were said they were Speyside. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I said, I literally looked at the location on the map, and they're in the Speyside region. So weird. But we'll, we'll have to look into that a little yeah. more and, and come back with some do more digging and updating a future episode on them for sure. But yeah, definitely uh, the Sherry. Yeah, um, the sherry casks. So that's what, for most, if not all, of their products. That's what you're going to use. But um, from time to time, they've also been known to use, um, depending on the product, throw in some like ex bourbon barrels in there um, to help with the maturation to give some of those bourbon notes and everything in it. Um, so that's more or less the history of them. But of course, they're not just known for that. Um, you know, anybody that's a fan of uh, pop culture will know them from a lot of different things. Uh, I mean, I think, gosh, I don't know if you can think of any other things they've been known in, but it seems like almost everywhere is like almost 
known to have a McAllen on the shelf if they can. But one of the, um, you know, one of the biggest ones that they're known for in pop culture, at least from a British pop culture perspective, um, is they're known to be the whiskey of choice for the most famous spy of all time, James Bond. Yeah. Yeah. Britain's uh, most dangerous weapon. Yeah. Drinks. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And it's actually something that they have, like, between, like, the James... James Bond, like, whatever, like, the franchise, whoever owns the rights to that um, franchise, like, between McAllen and whoever owns it, um, those rights, they actually have a bottle that McAllen um, puts together and I think sells every year, or at least on, like, the major anniversaries for the James Bond uh, franchise. Um, and they're on actually on this year, I don't know how many bottles they're have released or are planning to release um, and when it would be released but they're actually um, planning or have actually or have already released a 60th anniversary release to commemorate um, the James Bond 60th anniversary oh yeah uh, year for them um, so that is you know that's probably one of the biggest notable names for them um, that you would see but I think I wouldn't be surprised if they wouldn't have been in Mad Men or any of those other big shows like that that would yep. be there. And the McAllen is one, definitely one of the biggest pop culture whiskeys and, and especially scotches, obviously in Great Britain. Um, I don't know if you ever know that you, if you've heard of the, sh- the show Suits. Yeah. Um, the, they were the main, in there. Yeah, the main character. It's all he drinks. He loves to drink the McAllen 25. Um, I've seen the McAllen 25 as like a you know very high-end scotch in a number of different movies. I can't really... You know, think of them off the top of my head, but I know Harvey and uh, and Suits regularly drinks the McAllen and um, yeah. the McAllen. Actually, the McAllen Twelve was I. I bought myself a bottle of it for my twenty first birthday. It was like my first like, <laughs> first big, one you got. Uh, scotch that I, I bought for myself, and um, very obviously very popular. Sells like crazy and is all over pop culture. Um, just keep the McAllen in mind as you're going through and watching TV shows and movies, and you'll for sure see it a few times. Obviously, oh. James Bond <laughs> yeah. being one of the of most course. the most popular ones. Yeah. And, um, I mean, that's more or less everything about the brand, you know, so for the products, for the sake of simplicity, because they have w- absolutely way too many different ones, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to be shortening it a little bit here, um, to kind of show, like, which, basically which barrels they used. That's how I'm going to list them here for the products. So they have quite a few different age range expressions from 12 to 40 years, um, that were matured in sherry oak casks. Um, and then a few different ones that were double casked. Uh, they're gold. And then a different, few different age-stated ones, like 12 up to 30. Um, a few triple cask matured ones, uh, ranging from 12 to 18 years. Uh, and then I have a whole bunch of like limited or rare releases that they do. Like their rare cask, the master canter casks. Uh, I think a few other ones that they do in like Lalik, um, bot like crystal bottles, hmm. um, as well as a few like most Scotch brands and a few other bourbon brands and stuff like that. You know they'll have like a few different like travel retail ones that you could get like if you entered the um, duty free hmm, yeah. part of the airport. Um, you know I know some airports have that like San Francisco probably any one of the ones in New York City. 
um, some of those, you could find them there if you're, like, shopping and traveling overseas, you know, buy them there. Um, sure. You know, like, their Red Collection, which has ones ranging anywhere from 20 or 40 all the way up to 78 years old um, stuff, uh, juice in the bottle. And then they have a, and this is the one I was just saying, talking about uh, a short while ago. They have a 72-year-old Scotch whiskey. And I forget when they released this, and it's I didn't even pay attention to the price because I know it's way outside of my price range <laughs> to afford it. Um, but a 72-year-old McAllen Scotch whiskey, um, and they sell it in a Lalik crystal, like one of the most famous like crystal makers in the world bottle. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure that's thousands of dollars. Yeah, for thousands, if not millions of dollars, I would bet. Oh, wow. Uh, and then, of course, they have the James Bond. Like I said, they do that one, that edition. Um, that I think they at least probably do the decades editions for it. Like to celebrate 10th through 60th at this point that they're on. Um, but they're, I think they've had some ones that have sold like that one that I was just mentioning in the Lolly Crystal bottle that sold for very expensive. And I think even... And they also have ones like that red collection that I was mentioning. Like, again, also very old maturations there in the bottle. Um, I mean, the red collection alone, it's a 40-year-old, 50-year-old, 60-year-old, 71-year-old, 74-year-old, and 78-year-old offerings there. So, I mean, that's like something that you got to just sit there and like like plan to just be like, we're just going to sit here and like probably never make a profit on this, but... You know what? Who cares? We're going to release a 70-year-old whiskey so you can taste something, you know, for right now, probably something from the early 1940s. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's pretty cool. And, of course, today we're going to be uh, trying the uh, the McAllen 12-year-old double cask. So uh, that's the one we're going to be tasting. I've, I just poured ourselves a glass. So um, make sure you – so go ahead, guys, everyone out there, pour yourself a glass as well. And uh, we're going to do the tasting uh, as always, we're gonna start with the nose. Ooh, very smooth on the nose. I'm definitely getting like a multi bready note there on the nose. Not much else picking up for me personally. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm trying to on it. Uh, I mean, maybe like dark, like a hint of like dark fruits, like dried plums, dried cherries, something like that on the nose. But it's like it's very, very faint for me. Yeah, it's pretty light on the nose. I'm getting a, maybe a little bit. I'm getting the dried fruit that you're talking about. I'm getting maybe like a, I want to say it's like a light honey note as well. Are you getting anything close to that? Yeah, I can kind of see like a honey note. Like a, like some, but not like a very strong honey note. Exactly. Right, right. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's give it a, let's give it a taste. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. Okay. Definitely one of the scotches I like the most out of the ones we've tried so yeah. far. It's not very super smoky, not super peaty, and it, that's, but it's still got that it's, distinct scotchiness to it. Yeah, it's it, it, exactly. You're exactly right on that. It's definitely very approachable, especially as a 12 year old whiskey. Like just in general, because I, I mean, comparing it. Just across the pond to anything American that's this old. Like, 
I don't know any American whiskeys, bourbons, anything like that. That's, or even like, like Canadians that are this old that drink this smooth. Right. Um, what so, are some specific notes that you're picking up on the the twelve year old double cask? I mean, I'm kind of like picking up a slight honey, slight caramel note there on the palate. Yep, um, I'm with you. I'm almost getting like an orange zestiness on the finish. May, like yeah, already, may, you know, like towards the end of the palate. Yeah, maybe like some orange or citrus zest in there yeah. on the end of the palate, like you were saying. Um, but that's kind of like like it's like faint hints throughout it that I'm kind of getting those notes. Overall, I mean, it's just one that it's to my palate at least. It's just very smooth. It's very yeah. approachable. Like that's almost like the design of what it's supposed to be. Just. You could sip on this all night long, and you wouldn't be mad. Yeah, one hundred percent. I completely agree. On the the box, actually, it's not listed on the bottle, but on the box, it lists honey, citrus, ginger. So those are some notes that at least McAllen thinks that we should be taking away. Yeah, and I think we got the definitely got the citrus in the in the honey too. Yeah, I'm not quite picking up the ginger there. Dry, multi finish. Uh, I mean, it's. I want to say the. It, the pint was like $35 here in Cincinnati, and the 750 milliliter was like 65 bucks, Maybe 70 So it, pricey, but you know. On the cheaper scotch. end of scotch. Right. It's, yeah. it's, it's scotch. Again, so what do like you Talisker last, last week. Right. See everything we said about the price there. Exactly. All right, folks. That's it from us this week. Make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on all of them. Please subscribe, leave a review, uh, listen to every episode, and share every episode with your friends of you know of distilled discussions. Follow us on social media. We really do appreciate your support. Have a great week. Pour yourself another whiskey, and don't worry, America and Scotland. We'll be here to drink with you <laughs> next week.